Welcome to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino, brought to you by Financial Residency. John owns Contract Diagnostics and is an expert on physician contract negotiation and compensation review. If you have an idea for a podcast or a question you would like for him to answer on one of his shows, please email podcast at financialresidency.com. Now grab your cup of Java and get ready for Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. Hey, everybody, it's John with Contract Diagnostics, another episode for Coffee and Contracts, and thought today we would just go through some of the questions that we had on one of our recent webinars. We do give webinars usually four or five times a year here at Contract Diagnostics for everybody. We also offer specific ones, of course, that we do for programs, whether it's from your residency program or your fellowship program. We do state associations. We do massive associations like the American Academy of Pediatrics or the American College of Cardiology, among others. So if we can help educate anybody in your particular world, feel free to give us a call here and we can set something up. But today I thought we'd just run through a couple of quick questions that we had on one of our last ones. And the first one is, it just talks about termination, okay? Is termination for, quote, good cause standard language that you see on physician contracts? And it is. In termination, which we've had previous episodes on before, in termination, we generally see no-cause terminations by both parties. Problem if it's only one party or no parties. We generally see four-cause terminations by both parties and maybe like a non-renewal or an immediate. So a four-cause termination might be because you breached a contract, either party. So you're not fulfilling your end of the bargain or the employer's not fulfilling their end of the bargain. There could be a four-cause termination by either party if notice is given and the breaching party does not cure whatever it is that they're breaching. But we also see immediate terminations in contracts. And that's where it just says a physician might be terminated immediately if one of these things happen. It could be three things. It could be 20 things. So know what type of items are in your contract for immediate or automatic termination. It's usually typical things like you're permanently disabled. Again, how is that defined? Important to know. It might be your death or your inability to practice. Maybe you've lost your license to practice, or you can't bill Medicare or Medicaid, you're a sanctioned individual regarding a program. Maybe you've been kicked off the medical staff or there's been something other that's gone on. So it's important to understand all the termination clauses, but the question was, is it common for a four-cause termination to be in an agreement? And the answer is absolutely. The next question that we'll go over is, it just says, what's your thoughts on a high productivity compensation model, but with a salary cap? And this is interesting. We see lots of different compensation models. We could talk for hours and hours and hours on compensation models. But a high productive model is you know, a salary, maybe an RVU bonus, maybe a quality bonus. Maybe there's product- other types of bonuses in there. There might be pay for mid-level supervision. There might be you know, administrative pay. There might be medical director pay. There's all types of things that could go into what I would consider a high production model plan. Um, but if you have a compensation cap on your contract, it's important to know how they define the cap, right? Is it 75th percentile of MGMA? If so, which portion of MGMA? MGMA has so many data points for your particular specialty. Is it all practices? Is it regional specific? Is it hospital-based? Is it above a million people or below? Is it an FQHC center? Is it not? So understanding which data set they're using, if it's the 75th percentile or a defined based on MGMA. Is it just from this last year? If so, I'm assuming they get the latest data. Is it a rolling three years average? Is it a blend of multiple data sets? I've seen anything from the median or 75th percentile of MGMA 
to 120% of the 90th percentile of MGMA for a compensation cap. They may just put a dollar amount in there. You will not earn over this amount. And if that's the case, I would definitely dig into that with the employer. What would happen if I'm approaching the cap? Has anybody ever hit the cap in the past? And if so, what did you guys do? I think these are super important questions that we get asked on these talks. Again, is it common to see it? It is, if that's the question. So what do you do about it, okay? And we feel like a lot of due diligence is necessary if there is, in fact, a compensation cap. It might be because they've had an issue in the past with fair market value or maybe their attorneys there want to make sure that they're, they feel protected as far as overpaying physicians for work done. So definitely, if you have a compensation cap, dig into it, talk with the employer. And if we can help with anything here at Contract Diagnostics, just reach out. We'll be here and I'll keep reviewing these questions as we go to different sessions that we can help you guys with. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. If you need a contract reviewed or want to know if you are being paid fairly, go to contractdiagnostics.com. See you next time.